Good evening, everybody. Wednesday night, the 16th of Feb, 2022. Uh, we're heading towards that 22 to 22 uh, date, which has gone a little bit kooky and crazy. It's supposed to be a day of luck. Let's see how lucky we can be on that day. Um, all right, so it's show number, episode number 68 of So What's Been Happening. Uh, we're very close to the the big number. Uh, it'll be an interesting show, the next show, that's for sure. Um, plenty of hijinks and humour, no doubt. Uh, okay, here we go. Show number 68 of So What's Been Happening. It's a Wednesday night. Normally means the start of the gig nights um, out there in music world. Um, there's plenty on, actually, uh, coming up in the next few days anyway. So let's... Uh, Let's find out what's really been happening in this week. Uh, let's bring on the great Glenn Curran. How are you, Cuz? G'day, Az. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Welcome back. Another Thank week's passed by. Yes. It's been a long week. It's been a long week in football, as I say, but no, all good. All good. How's things uh, in your world? You. Yeah, I'm going okay, mate. I'm going okay for a Wednesday evening. Yep. Um, we're looking forward to this one. The... Looking around at um, doing a little bit of research on the 68s, uh, it's an interesting year for sure. Lots happened, a lot happened in the world in 68, that's for sure. Yes. Um, so it'll be interesting to chat about a few things there. So um, tell us a little bit about what you've been up to, mate. Um, I know a little uh, very bit little, mate. Man, man of leisure at the moment, as you know. Um, haven't made yeah. an awful lot. Just looking for looking for jobs here and there, just saying what's out, out and about. Um no, but all good, all good. Looking forward Catching to a good gig on Saturday night or Friday night, I should say. Yeah, don't turn up Saturday. You'll have missed it. <laughs> if you're too late. Too late. Um, yep, look forward to that. So we'll get to that one in a minute uh, or a few <clears> minutes. Um, we are going to bring on the great Lovinator shortly. But until then, uh, I just want to touch on a gig that is on tonight. It's an album launch. Um, St. Victory, this young lady is an absolute super talent. So if you get the chance, get out and see her ideally tonight. But if you can't get there tonight, which I won't, um, there'll be another night. But it's finally one of those classic rescheduled uh, gigs at the Workers Club. This will be in Fitzroy there. So I wish her all the best um, for that album launch. And in some sad news uh, that just came across my desk today um it's looking like this great venue the jc the john Curtin, um named after a famous australian prime minister um looks like it may be no more um that'll be, that'll be a sad day uh, this hopefully they can keep the fight up for this one because this sets a dangerous precedent to what they're going to do for pubs on corners um and hopefully they can keep this one one as a music venue two without doesn't need more high rise in that area and mm. three you know we're desperate to keep pubs and venues so yeah your thoughts cuz um we were we desperately yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit of a um it's a bit of a slippery slide once one closes they tend to close a few don't they yep definitely definitely um speaking of one thing that's not closing uh well let's give a quick early early shout out to a good friends of ours Global pizza. <laughs> um, Where's that free pizza, Gaz? Anytime soon, it'll be good. 
That's all right. I know you'll be up presenting with how well this show's going and we've been pumping Gary's tyres. Not that he needs an influx of um, customers, that's for sure, but I'm sure he'd appreciate anyone that sounds out um, and sends a message to him to uh, shout out and talk about, um, yeah, what's been going on with him. So it's great having him back in the area, that's for sure. Yes, um, definitely. definitely. All right, mate, Super Bowl. Did you catch any of it? I saw a little bit of it. I got a bit. I'm not a huge fan. I must be honest. I'm not a huge fan of it. I don't. What I, don't I, you I like? Struggle about with, the, I struggle with some that. of the concepts of the game. Like it's basically at times it's almost three sides on the ground. The way they go through it, defense, attack, and all the different strategies and that. Look, yeah. I, know, I, lo- I know a lot of people love it, and a lot of my mates love it and watch it and enjoy it, and that's uh, kudos to them. I'm just not a big fan. What about you, mate? You uh, look as far as my US sports, it's probably well, with basketball being the first. Um, ice hockey's creeping up to probably a second now, and then I sit with NFL and um, baseball, uh, probably a close third, I think, with both of those. So, yeah, it's um, look, I, I love Super Bowl time. I love the whole idea around halftime entertainment like i think it's massive and i think they actually nailed this one um much they the might have, they might have got it right this time it's taken them a while but they might have got it right much to the disgust of kind of a lot of the younger uh audience uh, i don't think the weekend was kind of the answer last year for the young ones <laughs> um mr mark missed the weekend so to speak um mate his name's the weekend what else can you say yeah look if you think harshly about who should really have been in that hip-hop world uh, of entertainment. I think they picked all the right people. They mixed in Kendrick Lamar. Yep. Good old 50 got in there for a little bit of a teaser. Um, big, I think he's... Great man, Fiddy. Underrated looking, man, Fiddy. He's looking a little bit more like 75 cents at the moment, though. He's, <laughs> he's bolted out of touch. Um, not quite a dollar, but definitely a bit more than 50. Um, so he's been in a good paddock, 50. Snoop, how good Snoop look for his age? Um, oh, how old Snoop now? Oh, he's... Oh, I don't actually know, but he's got to be, he's got to be sixty, doesn't he? He Have couldn't be. be, although he couldn't be. Um, we, we should do a bit of homework on that because. Um, oh, no. oh, look, Dr. Dre, I think Dr. Dre's about 50, 58 or something like that now, and um, what a comeback from him! He looks fit as fit as hell out of all of them. So, and to be perfectly honest, I almost didn't recognise Eminem with that oh, no. with that little makeup beard that he had on. Um, Probably wasn't high on the list, but I, I thought he was great too. So I think they really mixed it in well with leaving a little so, tribute. Okay, tribute, here we go. Little tribute. Dr. Dre. Yep. 56. There you go. I wasn't far off. Eminem, 49. All right. And Calvin Cardozo Bordas Jr. is 51. There you go. Jeez, I missed him by a mile. Snoop's looking a little bit older than he should then. Yeah, he's looking like and he's been in not the greatest paddock, the Snoop man. Uh, he's had a he's had a few substances substances in his life, old Snoop. He's had a tough life, the Snoop. He's yeah. had a tough life. He has. But uh one thing he does is the bling, and he does the bling very well. Uh, can anyone sure. can anyone do the bling better than the Snoop? Well, it's interesting because I quickly touch on um Hopefully this guy becomes a friend of the show and comes on the show once, but I used to follow this guy in a band uh, a long time ago with a, a mate of mine that plays drums, and it was a band called... Oh, how bad is this? I just, just 
literally forgotten the name. Stone Cold Boners. And they used to play yeah. 70s classics. Um, yeah. And one guy that's in the band um, is actually playing a gig at the Cherry Bar this weekend. And his name is Eugene Hamilton. Now, have a look at this great man. Let's talk about bling and looking looking sharp. Eugene Hamilton and the Money is the band, uh, and he's absolutely super. So get along and see that. I'm just going to pump a couple of quick gigs while we're here. What a great name for band, Eugene Hamilton and the Money. That's it, and the Money. As long as you're on the Money, it's good. But uh, Gold Mines, they're playing at George Lane in St Kilda. Sadly, we won't see that because we'll be at another gig, which is ACDC. Uh, We could have a chat about this one shortly. Uh, so there's a few things happening. There's also another guy I saw not long ago called Gabriel Delicious. Um, Gabriel Delicious. What pretty sharp, actually. Pretty funky, pretty sharp. So get onto that one. Um, and the last one we're going to give a quick pump to is the Meanies. Uh, the Meanies are playing at the railway, Macedon Railway. Um, so I'll big Wally Kempton in the middle there um, from Even as well. So this one is his original band. It's called the Meanies. So... Pretty hard, kind of punkish band. Um, went pretty good in the day, so good to see them back. Um, we just had our great other mate turn up not long ago and just dropped off again. So I'm not sure if he's paid his internet bill at the moment. But let's uh, let's cut across to have a quick look at the famous number 68. What do you reckon, Cuz? Sounds like a plan, mate. Righto. Here we go. Uh, 68s there. Bit of a mix. Did you pick the Dukes of Hazard number one? What's the deal with the 68 with that, cuz? Is it the Anything? car? You're onto it, mate. Sharp as attack. Well done. The great 68 Dodge. <laughs> Righto. Let's bring him up with a bullet in his back. Here he is. <laughs> Lovey. Great one, mate. How are you? <laughs> Very well, mate. Sh- How are you? Have a shave, you slob. Now, this is that, that's coming from a bloke who, when Aaron asks the question, 
The Dukes of Hazard's car has a zero one on it. Why would it be 1968? Why else? What else could be possibly the focus apart from the car itself, Glenn? It can't be the 68-year-old driver in it. It can't be the nine the trees that are 68 years old in the background. You so sorry, boys. Just giving out oh. the facts, mate. Apologies. Just giving out the facts. You're an idiot. <laughs> Love to see it, Alan. Yeah, great. It's good. Glad have to you got your ticket? Have you hey? got your ticket for Under the Southern Stars yet? No. The one with well, um. Well, you were getting them. Oh yeah. <laughs> At 165 bucks a throw, yeah, I'm getting them. Mate, you Unemployed, getting them. mate. No, nah, look, ACDC, that's that's what it's all about. This this Friday yeah. night for me. That's right, absolutely. Yeah, it is. We had a bit uh, of a scare during the week, mate. Lucas got COVID Sunday. Yeah, well, we're all get we're all getting it. So whatever. Put it this way: if you haven't had it, you'll get it at this gig. So make sure you're there. <laughs> make sure you're there. I reckon you can't. I'm gonna miss- have. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna be, I'm going to be chasing flies with my mouth all night. I hope I seriously get it. And then I can just go, well, I'm immune now, apparently. Chasing flies with my mouth. I love Beautiful. it. I love it. Just on that, um, I, 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 titled, I quickly titled this show to QR or not to QR. What the hell's going on with these QR codes anymore? Are they I, done? I heard they were finished. Does anyone, does anyone actually out. do it anymore? I don't think anyone does it anymore, do they? Uh, I, do, I do it because my gym enforces it. Fair enough. And they're pretty strong on that. You can't enter without it. Yep. Um, I I know the, I know that Woolies and Coles are still fairly strong on it. In some stores, they are. Um, but apart from that, I mean, they were brought in to make sure that they could put the, the, the powers of B could trace exactly where you've been if you caught COVID. Well, they're not doing that anymore, so why are we doing it? That's right. The contact traces are fair to say where they've lost contact. Um, they don't exist right. anymore. We're out of here. Um, That's so exactly right. Do you think they're here to stay for other parts? Like if you're not sure what that QR code, scan the front of our uh, first edition here that we, we put up, a little poster, and you'll be surprised where that takes you. So um, give it a scan at some stage. QR codes, I think they're here to stay. What do you reckon? You know what? You know what? There's only one reason QR codes are about. And we're being we're being asked to use them, and it's for government purposes only. It's not a health issue anymore. You're no longer using this because it's going to improve your health. No chance. Yeah, so, right. I think unless you right. want to be, unless you want to allow your government to trace and track where you've been and what you do, that's entirely up to you. But I would suggest it should be something that's voted upon in November in Victoria, and I suspect it would be something that would be rejected pretty wholeheartedly. Yeah, fair enough. Um, mate, let's let's touch on that. We're moving towards the big voting day, potentially. Uh, this is going to be an interesting election, fair to say. Um, how quickly can people forget or are they going to roll the dice? Um, well, without even thinking, really, they're going to boot Andrews. They're going to boot Spomo. Like, there could be a big turn of the cards here. Um, can it happen? Will it happen? That's the question. Uh, from a ScoMo perspective, he jumped the shark on 60 Minutes last week for me. That was it. That was done. That That's more than that's more than ample opportunity now. He's giving people to basically say, mate, you're just a fraud. See you later. Um, just on that, hey, the big forget, 
just on that, don't forget he played he played the little ukulele with April Sun in Cuba, mate. That must have got a few votes. Mate, is he gonna be is he gonna be at ACDC on Friday night? Probably not. It's a, there's a big chance not. He'd be trying to shut it down, if anything. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Uh, look, so you reckon, I, he's, I, you reckon he's gone, Lovey? Yeah. That's him. That's that, that's his, look, his you, you can't you now. can't pull that sort of you can't pull that sort of crap and expect people to go, Oh, what a what a lovely, heartwarming, wholesome man he is after all. It doesn't work like that. I mean, just Give us the truth of who you are, and it's the same for any other leader, really. To be honest, um, I, my my concern is the opposition at the federal level, because we still don't we still don't know what Albanese is all about either. So for me, I, I, I'm legitimately torn between the two parties at the moment. Yeah, can you can we just throw the whole vote of no confidence to either party or any party and not have anyone stand up there and. Read us, read us the numbers every day. Sure, you know, they're, they're both making Pauline Hanson look like a genius. <laughs> bring back, bring back Pauline. What about our big man, Tim Smith? Is he any chance? Is Cousin he the bloke? Is he the bloke that wiped out half the picket fences in queue one night? Yeah, that's him. <laughs> no, he's no chance. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, well, I think he, he said he was going to serve his term out and then just retire, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. I think so. He, he can't. Um, he can't come back from that. No. And what about federally? Our big man that's uh, that's running up there. What's his name, Cuz? You would have got a couple of texts from him. Big Craig Kelly. Craig Kelly. The great big man. Craig Kelly. He's back. He's back. You'd be a massive fan of Craig Kelly, wouldn't you, Cuz? You'd be. You'd love him. What a fucking goose. <laughs> Great support. You know, I Good love. Decisions. I love what he says. I love when he says, "Don't trust the Labor. Don't trust the Liberals. Don't trust the Greens." Well, mate, no one else can get in then, mate, because <laughs> it's, it's the that's the three majority parties, mate. So no one else is getting in. So who, who are we trusting? He does ask a fair question. Who are we trusting? Well, it can't be him either, though. Let's be fair. Oh, Let's be honest about that one. Yeah. Not the most wholesome man you'd meet, is there? <laughs> he's fulsome. Not the most wholesome. He's fulsome. No, but he's, he's not wholesome. He's, no, but he's fulsome. Very full. <laughs> very, very ample. Mate, who have we got in the background, mate? Just having a couple of having a vino or two. Oh, it's Harry. <laughs> there he goes. He's uh he's between training sessions. So tonight's rest night. And then it's oh, back nice. into it tomorrow night. So nice work. Yeah. Good to see you, H. Yeah. Well, no, Sarah, we'll, we'll, had a, Sarah, Sarah had a positive. So um, he dispersed over to here for about five or seven days, a link positive test. So he's had, he's had to come over here for a few days and yeah. he's going to soon find out what unit like what unit life is like. It's uh, nice and tight for a bloke at six foot six. It's, yeah, um, not much room in there. <laughs> oh, no. No, there's no cats to swing in here, that's for sure. Well, mate, I'm on the couch at the moment because Jody's got the COVID and so have Lucas. Beauty. Thanks. It's all, it's all happening. So um, nothing's changed. Okay. <laughs> Status quo remains yeah. the same. <laughs> You'll be cooking up a storm, though, Cuz, no doubt. Yeah, definitely, mate. What'd you put definitely. on tonight, mate? Uh, tonight was carbonara. So how, how do you make your carbonara sauce? What are you putting it? 
no, not a lot. A little bit of um. Well, you're not meant to. So come on. What, what are you chucking it? No, all I do is cut up the chicken, cut up some bacon, a little bit of cream into the pan. Just cream. Away you go. Just cream. Oof, yeah. Just a little bit of cream, mate. Yeah. Cream curdler. We'll have to ask <laughs> Dave Posma, who's going to come on shortly. Mm. Obviously, a fantastic Italian background. Um, what's really in the true carbonara? And Cuz, yep. we'll let you unload your recipe and see how it's reviewed. Okay. Well, mate, he'll, he'll pour. He'll pour it to pieces. Being a true Italian man, I can't wait. I would have thought so. I can't wait. Yes. Help me. Help you. Right, what else is going on, Lovey? Give us uh, give us a bit of a rundown. What do you got coming up? What happened this week? Yeah. Well, I played cr- uh, helping a mate out. I played cricket on the weekend. Fourth game in five weeks, actually. Um, bowled five overs, and I was cooked on Sunday. I couldn't move. Uh, <laughs> I used to bowl fifteen. You used to bowl fifteen, seventeen over spells off about twenty steps, and now it's off about six steps. And they're like little twinkle toe steps, so I don't overstretch. And then I, th- I throw it down. I can't move on Sundays. It's just ridiculous. But is it yeah. in, 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 in true style, mate? When you're playing, when you haven't played a sport for a while, how good is it when you're back and you think, "Shit, I'm back. I'm actually, no, I'm actually, I am I, actually back. I am yeah. actually back and in form." Glenn, <laughs> Glenn, in four games I've played, I have not had a moment yet where I've thought I'm back. <laughs> One <laughs> could take a while. <laughs> it's 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 a it's a good slog. I need I need to start my preseason for next year now if I was to get back into or, it. So. Or was it the other way? Did you as you were there? Did you think why why am I actually here? Why am I here again? Why well, am I actually doing this? Yeah, well, I went to footy training tonight in Lillardale. So Lillardale local club we're at. They announced they're going to have an over fifties team. So cars, put your hand up. I mean, um, dang. But the whole group looked at me. I'm only I'm only 45. And I thought to myself, "Am I actually? Do I look like I'm 50 plus? I hope not." But you look 50. Yeah, well, you look 70. But who cares? <laughs> and uh, I um, I thought, well, I felt it. I still I still can't, I've still only just stopped getting sore today from cricket, so that was pretty fun. Nice. Um, like I said, though, I'm looking forward to ACDC. That's that's a that's a big thing for me coming up. I can't wait for that. I reckon that'll be that'll be such a cool night. Um, been been in the city a couple of times this week. Uh, didn't expect much, and I wasn't disappointed. Um, just not a ghost town, but there's a lot of places where you'd love to go and get something to eat, or you know, you go and sit down and have a coffee out, and they're, they're shut. Um, you know, it's just one of those things. I, I, I hope that I hope the city does come back. I think you know, Sally Cap keeps on talking positively about it, which is good. As the mayor should, but um, she needs to stop the bullshit too with you know foot numbers and all that sort of crap. It, it's it's just not it's not reality. Reality is that the city of Melbourne is a bit like the city of Bendigo right now. It's pretty vacant. So for me, just gotta you know you just gotta just gotta allow things to open up a lot more, open up offices, open up buildings, and let let businesses attract people back into it. Yeah, totally agree. Um, it's, sadly, it's going to be a long slog back by the look of it. They're not exactly flooding back. Um, no. Us included. So, yeah, it's a little bit tough, a little bit tough. But um, I just want to talk, did you guys catch this during the week? Talk about the ultimate mismatch. 
Look at this. Oh. How funny is that? Russian MMA. Um, what was going on there? Seriously, how does that get sanctioned, even being allowed to happen? How is that allowed to happen, something like that? I I mean, it's Russia, right? They make their own rules up. I mean, Vladimir Putin puts in seven goals a game in an annual event. I mean, he must yeah. be a gun exactly. in ice hockey. Um, I looked at that as when you sent it through, and I thought, what, what the hell do they think over there? Like, obviously, the... Obviously, the brains are scrambled. That and that probably that actually on a bigger note, that looks like Russia versus Ukraine right now. It really does. Um, I hope I yeah. hope that all settles down sooner rather than later. I hope nothing happens. But yeah, you know, stuff like that. I just think Russia's just a completely different unit. Uh, they just Russia is a country. It's a different different place. Clearly, um, well, you, we do we do stupid drum, shit. We we do stupid shit in the Western world, but. That sort of thing. I, I was a bit stunned. Yeah, it's it's not. I don't know how even that that happens. Like I've seen mismatches in in boxing and things like that, but I haven't really seen anything like that in MMA. And how the hell does that even happen? Oh, so, especially in MMA. I mean, if you if you had, it, it's easier if you had two golfers, the best female golfer in the world, the best male golfer in the world. They had they had to go head to head. You'd probably call that a mismatch, but at least it's not violent and it's not combative. Like that's mm. he could kill her. He could legitimately yeah. kill her. Uh, that was just that's just but that's their that's their thing over there. I, I'll, I'll never get it. I'll never understand it. Yeah, um, different. But as you said, lovey, different cats, totally different mm. cats. Just wired differently. And, and yeah, and beat to their own drum too. Like they've got their rules and their rules, and that's it. Different, yep. different, different kettles. Or they fish. drum to their own beat, even, Glenn. Drum to their own beat, maybe, yes. <laughs> they, they, they may do that. Yes. What's uh, what's one of your favourite sayings, Cuz? Give us, give us one of your favourites. One of the favourites. What's Jody always say for all the kids for, for always one that you've wheeled out? Uh, one I say to the boys all the time is... Um, I've got to think now. Um, Quality writing there, lovey. I'm uh, enjoying what you just did there. Bring up the screen. Action speed five out of them words is one of my favourite ones. Right. And um, how, do you, how do you go running that one? Yeah, not super. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right the back door. Yeah. Um, what else have we got? Um Don't um, be a shepherd, not a sheep. Right. Is that, is that your favourite? Oh, the boys hate it. I love it. The boys hate it. Hate it. <laughs> oh, some gold there, cuz. That's for sure. What about you, you boys? You must have. What have you got? What have you got? Oh, I've got a. I've got a steak short of a meat tray. Stubby short <laughs> of a six pack. Um. The old steak should have been mentioned. I haven't heard it for a long time. My, yeah, grandfather, no, my um, grandfather said that to one of my mates once. And he goes, mate, I think you're a steak short of a meat tray. And yeah. I goes, what do you mean by that? And he goes, if I've got to explain it, mate, that makes it very apt. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. I think we've lost a bit of that vernacular over the years. Yeah, I think we have too. A couple um, of wheat bags short of a silo. I wouldn't piss on you even if you were on fire. 
<laughs> I've said that to you once before, Cuz. It's great. Disclaimer. Put the disclaimer up. Yeah, where's that disclaimer? We've lost it. Um, I think you just get rid of it. Just call it an MA, an MA podcast now, mate. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think we need to change our rating. Hey, you know what? If it's good enough for uh, bloody Mr. Kendi, I mean, he swears his head off. He does. He does. He'll be back on soon. We'll get him back on for a chat for sure. Yeah. Awesome. We should have a swear off. See who wins. Yeah, there's a few. Absolutely. Um, I'd get him. I reckon I'd get him. We could unload for sure. <laughs> Do we want yeah. to? Yeah. <laughs> help me um, help you. Right. What we're going to do is we're going to talk about the top 10 songs in 1968. Okay. Go on. So, give them to me, mate. Give them to before me. Before we do, before we do, we're going to bring on one of our absolute music <laughs> loves. Right? An ATG. Yeah, absolutely. He's in the ATG department for sure. And here he is, the great David Cosma. Welcome back, Dave. Have a look at you. Reporting the great Have a look at you. Good to be back, boys. How are you, son? Like you never left, mate. I'm good, lovey, cuz, as good to see you, boys. Absolutely. Wonderful to see you, mate. um, You're not not isolated anymore? Nah, out of isolation, mate. Got out on Monday. Um, so yeah, had a <clears throat> had my little boy who tested positive early last week. Um, but we're all clear. But he backed it up with a bad ear infection, so he's he's he hasn't gone back to school yet. We're still missing the the little fella at home. But um, yeah, it was an interesting week. Got through it, and um, I think all of us have you know at least know someone that's 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 uh, tested positive and had to do the bloody you know, rigmarole. Up your snores. Up your snores, spit the thing, do this, go there, get the, go and go report it. All they come around, are you home? It's full on. So anyway, here's what it is. And um, as you said, hopefully things, you know, yeah, they do. They have to kick things up a gear now in Melbourne. They have to have to the reality and, um, and, and open up. Not that there's anything wrong with Bendigo, lovey. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I was tracing off. I was tracing off as many rural towns in my head as I possibly could. <laughs> now that Maybe I think, Neil. Oh, Neil. a bit like Neil. Bendigo. Yeah, probably could have gone Neil, but you know that's all right. That's where half my family's from. I wasn't going to offend them, so I might as well offend someone else. <laughs> yeah, that's don't, right. be, don't be a sheep. Be a shepherd, mate. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you, mate. thank you, David. Nice one, guys. Yeah. That's a good one. Did yeah, um, anyone hear? Speaking of up your nose, did you hear what William Gallagher said about? The COVID testing in the last 12 months and how he described it? No, go on. No. He, just, he was talking to Dave Gleason from the Screaming Jets on Triple M the other night. And um, he basically goes, I thought this whole shoving stuff up my nose uh, era was over for me. I didn't realise I'd have to go back to it. He's never, <laughs> he's never shoved so much stuff up his nose in one oh, no. in one hit in his life. And I thought, well, I don't know. I reckon you, you, you gave it a good shake back in those late 90s, but... I found that very, very funny. I thought it was quite humorous from William, knowing so where he's come from. They they went hard after the first, and and especially after the second album. <clears throat> excuse me. They went they went really hard, and their third album is a bit of a write off because of the fact that they were oh. high, highly strung for a period of time. Yep, yep. I um I unfortunately forked out money for that third album. Now, 
at the time I thought it was a great idea and I listened to it and I tried listening to it three times and I went, I actually thought Liam was on smack for half of them. That's what it sounded like. It was and, always uh, it was always going to be hard to follow up what's the story, Morning Glory, but... Um, oh, I'm uh, not with the trash they did. <clears throat> I didn't like came, it one bit. They came back with a little bit of form a little bit later. But anyway, enough about Oasis. We're talking 1968. Fish. Yep. And just before we do, mate, I've got a flashback to we were talking about supporting country towns and everything else. Dave, you mm. have out excelled, mate. Have a look at this setup. <laughs> that is an absolute flashback to the great era. But sadly, well, not sadly, greatly actually, it was actually yeah. 2022. Tell us a little bit about that setup, Dave. What a setup. <laughs> Well, the EG needs no introduction. That's been part of the the, the family for more than 20 years um, and has got a fair run of publicity over time. Uh, but I, I uh, linked it or, or married it to a, uh, to a 1951 Clipper, South Australian-made Clipper caravan, which um, it's something we've always, my wife and I always wanted to do, actually, was get a caravan and go travelling. And... Um, that was one of the things that lockdown made us do. We ended up looking for and finding something that we, that we liked. And yeah, got the caravan and we've um, done a few road trips. It's it's good fun. Yeah, nice. Very nice. Stuff. Tell us about just tell us about that caravan in particular, Dave. What a setup inside. What's uh, what are the features, mate? We we probably should dig up a little world tour, mate, next time you're out. We need a live cross from the, from oh, the caravan. Yeah. Happy to do it, yeah. Well, actually, it was salvaged by it was originally purchased by a bloke in 1951. A sheep, speaking of sheep and shepherds, a sheep farmer in rural South Australia, and he towed it to his farm and it stayed stationary up until a few years ago. And it was the accommodation for the shearers, so it never actually did any traveling whatsoever. And then, um, it, it got a bit run down and, uh, an older gentleman salvaged it and did a, most of the restoration before I got it. So we saved it. So it was really cool. Um, and we, we called it miles because it hasn't traveled a single kilometer in its life. <laughs> so you know what it looks like? You know what it looks like? A 1968 Puma sneaker. <laughs> yeah, it's got the slash on the side. You're right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's got the it's, – it's, look, it's hasn't got the mod ponds, let me tell you. Um, it's got a, a, some sleeping uh, space, and that's pretty much it. So – you know, you want a you want a caravan park that's got all the facilities to, to be comfortable, but it, it sleeps the, the the four of us, and we have fun, and we set up the little annex, and um, it's 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 a good talking point too. People like to chat about it. Yeah, it's all you want, isn't it? I, I can see a little live show happening, streaming out of there, Dave. Um, extend the EJ idea. tradition. Not a bad um, idea. And given that given that it was uh, previously um, used by the sheep shearers, mate, it didn't have the little sticker on the back. If the van's rocking, did it did it have one of those in the back? She was pretty clean, but if those walls could talk, I'm sure they'd tell some stories between 1951 and now. The sheep shears after a hard day shearing sheep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Got to look after those sheep, don't you, Dave? Bloody hell. Keep them happy. There you go. All right. Let's move to 1968. It was a massive, massive year. And we're going to run off with... One song from the top ten. We're going to count down the quick top ten songs. And number Come ten was us. "Born to Be Wild" by Steppenwolf. What, what a song! What a song! Um, was it that light? Was that 
back in the six. I thought it was like as early to mid seventies that one. Sixty-eight. Get special. your motor. Sixty-eight. Get get your motor running, mate. What a tune. And then we move to number nine. We're running from. Here we go. We have got from the Kinks. Yep. Waterloo Sunset. Waterloo Sunset. There you go. There's another one. Waterloo Sunset's high. Yep. Let's move to Big Brother. Going to be some Big Brother and the Holding Company. What a great name. What a great name. (laughs) Peace of my heart. (laughs) For sure. Um, No doubt. What a great place. Take another little piece of my heart now, baby. Nice, Cuz. Nice. Cuz is getting sharp tonight. Right, let's go with uh, number seven, Cream's White Room. <laughs> In the White Room. Great, great looking album cover, this one. Love the font. Love the colours. Love the old get up. Um, that was a very popular font. Reminds very me popular of- font back then. Yeah, it reminds me of a gentleman uh, by the name of Peter that I used to work with many years ago, and he used to go to karaoke every Thursday night to sing that song. <laughs> was Peter the Phantom Poor? The Wheelers Hill Hotel every Thursday night. He was there singing that song. She's still there now. He could be. Great song. I think Cuz would have been a bit of a karaoke man back in the day, wouldn't he? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> We'll come up with our best karaoke song at the end of this. So have a little think about that one. All right. Now we're going to go with uh, number six, The Stones, Jumper Jack Flash. Yeah. What a, what a great album cover. Have a look at this. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Who would yeah, have thought they're, they're, those moods at the back were so popular? Now they are. They're clean skin. Yeah. They live yeah. a very clean life there. And what a great song. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. A bunch of, a bunch of shepherds. We flicked to one of the greatest of all time. The Beatles with Hey Jude. No, 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 no. No, Glenn. Don't say, ruin it. Say no Cuz, more. Because is a... Uh, say no more. Outro man. Oh, look at that. The sound of that. All right. We go with uh, The Weight from the band. Oh, oh what a great song. What yeah, a great absolutely. band. Take what a load up, Fanny. <laughs> There's a line for you. All right, now uh, we're up to, what are we down to? Number three. Three. Um, The Beatles, again. Again, 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 with uh, My my Guitar Gently Weeps. What a... Another cracker, for sure. Then we've moved to one of my absolute favourites of all time. Has to be the great Jimi Hendrix, all along the Watchtower. Classic. Great colours, great cover. It's all about great album covers and great to see albums back in a, with a vengeance. And in a big way. Yeah, absolutely they are. If you haven't got a vinyl, um, you kind of know one at the moment, so you need to be releasing on vinyl as well these days. A little bit costly, um, but it needs to be done. And number one, big drum roll. Give us the drum roll, cuz. You're the drummer. Here we go. You know, that song, I'm actually, because I'm a touch younger than at least two of the guys on here, I, um, <laughs> I was first introduced to that song 
by one of the more weirder um, places you'd find it. It was in the soundtrack of what movie in the mid-90s? Mid-90s. Tom Cruise movie. No, I know this. Um, was it one of the, the law ones, legal ones you were in? No. Not the firm, cousin. Not the firm, mate. Brad Pitt was a co-star. Oh, Interview of the Vampire. That's the one. Number one, number one, number one song off that soundtrack in 1995. Brilliant. Oh, hang on. Sorry. <laughs> Jeez, now, we're fielding calls in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> oh, hang on. Hang on a minute. Bring this shit in, will you? This is ridiculous. Um, now, Dave, being the, being the um, Italian oh, yes. in the city, oh, we on. need to just touch on a little bit of background. We had a cooking – cooking. we upped the cooking class last week, and ad hoc cooking class, and Lovey delivered, right, an absolute ripper live on set. Now, Cuz, I, I checked that into this afternoon with what Cuz has been up to, and Cuz got a bit of time on his hands, fair to say, at the moment. And he, the best he could come up with was carbonara. Okay, so we're gone. Now, we need to, we need to clarify a couple of things here. Cuz, which pasta did you put in it? No, I just went with normal spaghetti. Norm, is it normal spaghetti? Normal. What's That's normal spaghetti, spaghetti besides spaghetti? No. Number 14 it was, as you must know. <laughs> Don't you love that the, all the pastas have got numbers now? It used to be just spaghetti when we were a kid. Now there's every number you can have. There's a few different gauges. There's a few different yeah. gauges of spaghetti. So, so number 14, Glenn. If you want to describe that. Can you describe the difference between number 14 Thin. and number 10? Yeah. I'm not sure where 14 fits on the scale, but it's a little bit in the high, I reckon. Got to be a high number. So, Glenn, that... That's almost to the point of fettuccine, I would have thought. But anyway, let's go <laughs> with the recipe. So, anyway, but thank you. Let's go oh, with the recipe. Dave's going to give us a little quick critique on on how you pull off carbonara, mate. Give us, give us a cuz. How'd you go? Here we go. Here we go. So I just went with some cut out some chicken, mate. Had the pasta. Had a bit of <laughs> chicken. A bit of chicken. <laughs> some chicken pieces. Some bacon pasta. No chicken. No chicken for starters. Why not? <laughs> not, only is there no chicken, not only is there no chicken, it's the first thing that he mentioned. Come on, guys. Egg. You didn't say egg, egg before. There was no egg before. I You're making this before. shit up now. And a bit of chrome. <laughs> and that's it. That's all you're getting. You Nothing are what? That what? what was the last thing? And a bit of chrome. Yeah, oh, well, not a bit. Of, you say bit of cream like it's not important, cuz. That's a very... <laughs> no, it's important. I didn't say it wasn't important. Oh, it's important. Oh, Bit of cream. Um, mm. I'd go with all of those. Did you? Did I hear garlic? Yeah, a little bit of garlic in there too, mate. That's a standard. Obviously, salt and pepper to season, but you can do without the do without the chicken, mate. Why no chicken? Why no chicken? Well, that's your version. That's your version. You've left the other bit out. There was something else in there. You've put about three more ingredients in since you told us last time. You said bacon? Bacon. bacon. You've left the bacon out, right? So before, Dave, it was bacon, cream, and spaghetti. That was that was the carbonara, right? A bit light on for ingredients, I would have thought. Yeah. A little yeah. bit bland. Yeah. But, Dave, you've stepped it up. Glad to glad you've uh, you've come to the and party. And really, you should be speaking of 
onions. You should saute a couple of onions at the start. Then you yeah, add your garlic, your mushroom. Did you mention mushroom? I mean, mushrooms are no mushrooms. The cornerstone of carbonara. What have you forced? What have you forced your child or children to eat tonight? They, know they, they won't eat mushrooms, so there'll be no force in there, so yeah, no mushrooms. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Um, I think we've had a little no-show from our one of our guests that we we're going to bring up. So what we will do is we'll still touch on the show and we're going to talk about um, this Friday night that we're, a couple of us are going to attend. And, Dave, if you can get there and want to get COVID, you can turn up too. Um, <laughs> we reckon it's going to be a super spreader. Just quietly, a super spreader event. And that's uh, good friends of ours at ACDC um, is going to be on this week at Mimo. Finally, another reschedule. One of those 18,000 rescheduled shows at the moment. But Friday night, live at Mimo. And only about 20 odd tickets left. So you need to get on board. Um, the great Laura Davidson and AK were expecting at least a couple of hundred people, which is a mega crowd these days um, at an event, as we all know, um, yeah. and we can't wait to do that. And it's in uh, an anniversary of Bon Scott, which is a what a cracking hairstyle that was. So, Dave, you couldn't get there because you got your own gig on or because you're worried about you're still going to be isolating or what was it? Well, Friday night's always busy rep basketball night is, is yeah. one, one thing, and uh, I think there might be a trip um, – up Geelong way this week, so it might be it might be a bit yeah, nasty. Again, we missed out last week because of because we were isolating, but um, but yeah, I mean that's one good thing. Kids' sports are back back and bloody humming. So we're yeah, busy. I love it. Yeah, yep. but no, it's going to be great Friday night in memory of Bon Scott, the anniversary. Yeah, yep. yeah it is. It is. Um, yep. Excuse me. I can't yeah, wait. Good, just good to see a sold out event, a uh, big event. And we also talked about a couple of others that are going to be on the same night. Uh, it's a bit of a Friday night fest if you're out and about following music at the moment. We've got Goldbines, yep. which are another rescheduled. They'll play at George Lane. Um, so that's a super gig. Uh, Dave, not sure if you've heard of this young man, Gabriel Delicious at Cactus Room. Great little venue in Thornbury. Yeah. With also accompanied by Alice Williams, who's who's a yeah. superstar. So, yeah. great name. I've heard of that venue, but I haven't heard of that artist. I'll check him out. Yep, absolutely. And Railway, Masson Railway, <clears throat> Big Wally Kempton from Even yeah. as well, but playing in his original band, The Meanies. They're back with a vengeance. Good old 90s punk. Um, yeah. That'll be huge. And the great Eugene Hamilton and The Money, they're playing as well, which is a sharp gig, let me tell you. Dave, you, if you haven't seen Eugene, give his little cabaret special. Um, mate, you'd absolutely love it. They're playing the Cherry Bar of all places. So that'll be good. Very good. What have you got coming up, Dave? Um, you must have a venue or a gig to plug coming up in the future. Yeah, I'm at uh, – I'm heading Regional Vic. My next gig is uh, next month at Shiraz Republic, which is a place doing, um, doing some nice things at the moment. I have been for a while, actually, so I'm excited to go there. But I'm playing as part of the uh, Sustainability Festival, which is coming up also in March. Um, so that'll be a bit of fun. And then, yeah, there'll be a few few more happening after that. I've got a lot of Sun Rising shows coming up. There's there's five or six shows on the go uh, over the next couple of months. So that's going to keep us busy. So it's, yeah, it's nice to sort of get back into it. Okay. Well, on the Sun Rising gigs, I can almost guarantee you that Lovey will dress up 
and turn up at one of those gigs for sure. So oh, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll make sure you keep us up to date with that. And Cuz, well, I don't know about Cuz. Cuz, Cuz could surprise us. He could <laughs> turn up. He could Please turn surprise. up like this. He's he's up like this. <laughs> yeah. he's he's gonna, can, you up, never gonna let you down. Luke Astley's got something on that weekend. Like anything could happen. Um, looking a lot like this at the moment, though, Cuz. Let me tell you. So, I anyway, a bit of sad news, boys. Jody, after I sat there for about six months, Jody threw out the pickled onions because they weren't looking the great goods. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Absolutely. All right, boys. Anything else to wrap up? Give us give us something for the week. Give us a word of wisdom, Cuz. You must have something. Oh, big night Friday night. I think very big night. Well, on the on Friday night now topics. Yeah, Aaron, you, you, you've obviously, uh, behind backstage, closed doors, call it what you like, every week you've asked me so far, uh, we've got any topics. <laughs> so and I haven't brought up any. Yep. So Topics Love has come to the party again. Right. <laughs> now, I, 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 am, I am confused here. We're talking about Friday night, love? ACDC. I can't hear you, Glenn. That's a selective hearing, by the way. Um, I... I uh, I have a Brian Johnson lookalike uh, peak hat now. Oh, That'd be offensive it. to wear on a Friday night. Don't wear it. You probably yeah. won't be the most loved guy there. Yeah, probably okay. by the band, more importantly, because they're very Bon Scott. Okay. Very Bon Scott. Well, I've got a Bon Scott singlet, so I could try and get that out. I'll see yeah. how I go. That's a winner. That's a win for sure. Okay. I'll, wear the, I'll try and get me Bond Scott singlet happening then and, instead. And it must be the absolute tightest pair of denim you can squeeze into, and you it's compulsory moccasins. Well, <laughs> I have no need to use. I have no need to use my plums anymore, so they can be shifted to the side. So that's a start. You got a plum. So that'll be all right. Favorite favorite ACDC song or album? Oh. Oh, song for bon me. Scott era. Had it too long. Just come on. Let's keep it moving. Keep it moving. Bon Scott era. Jailbreak era. Whatever. Jailbreak. Whatever. Jailbreak. Uh, favorite song. Um, I'm probably a bit bland on that one, but that's my era. Thunderstruck. Fair enough. Dish. She's got mean machines. Guy. Actually, I actually like Mean Machine too. <laughs> that's a beauty. <laughs> nah, it's um for me. She's got. I jack. would go with. Oh, mean Machine? Go. War Machine, actually. I apologise. War Machine. Where did I get Mean Machine from? Mean Machine, mate. Machine. Yeah, what have you been listening to, mate? Fucking hell. Yeah. Um, mean Machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Me too. Righto. What about you, Dave? Yeah, me too. Back in Black from Go To O. It was the album I first really discovered of theirs. It was my brother had the tape. I remember seeing it on the front seat of his Celica and it blowing my I'm old enough to remember. Um Jeez, that must out. have been the first ever model, the Celica Dave. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bloody Beepers. beauty. Yeah. Um, so yeah, That's but that, that, that just uh, and, and, we, and we had and we had high voltage in the house. My older brother had that album, which was a beauty. Um, yeah, but Mac in Black was the one that 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 I, I I listened to and learned a lot of guitar from. You know the rhythm guitar playing and the and the arrangements of the songs were conducive to to learning how to play guitar. So that was a big album for me. Yeah, 
Yeah, my dad, my dad always, my dad said to me, I'll never forget this. He he, he basically said that when ACDC made their comeback through Back in Black, he said the music industry in Australia literally breathed a massive sigh of relief because they AC, ACDC basically put Australia's industry on the map musically across the world, like, or started to before Bonds got passed away. Hmm. Um, and he said, my old man actually said, when they came back, um, everyone just got straight back into music again and just absolutely loved it. And it's, and, and was the best, was, it was everyone's favourite album for, for years. It was everyone's favourite album for so long. Yeah, sure was. Um, Whole lot of Rosie. Absolutely. How good. Um, Yeah, what a great album. So looking forward to this gig. Um, It's been talked up. It's been rescheduled. We'll try to get a few people together to get there. Um, It'll be great. Last time we saw them was a cherry bar, and they were massive at the cherry bar, so they'll blow the hell out of Mimo. Um. Dave, you were there not long ago at Mimo, so you would have um, rusted off a few pipes. Um, no, yeah, it's a beauty. Had a great rust off for sure. Yeah, it was it's a great venue, night. isn't it? Really good venue, fantastic venue, and really great people. Yep. So I look forward to that. Cuz, we keeping you up? You look like you're nodding no, off. Mate. So now, now again, Aaron, I feel like I'm about to hold this podcast up for everyone else here. My shoulders are hurting. So topics, love. There was another topic I gave you this afternoon to, 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 to close love. off on. Righto, let's run with it. Winter versus Summer Olympics. Make a cause, make a case for why Winter Olympics should even exist. Can someone please do that? Well, it's got to be, got to be the snow. While there's snow, there's still got to be Olympics. The question well, is, is where the hell are the Australians supposed to supposed to go when Buller's only there for and all those Fuck. mountains have got bugger all snow on them? And yet, how are we winning medals? How good? Uh, I- I, I don't understand why they have them, why they have Winter Olympics. I, I, I think it's it's boring. I'm fucking bored out of my ass trying to watch them. I, I try, but I don't know. I mean, and look, oh, mate, mate, curling. Curling's one of the most exciting sports you'll ever see. Cross on a bike. I, I, honestly. <laughs> Did you say Christ on a bike? <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I'd rather go and watch one Thaggy versus Dalliston in the thirds of cr- cricket. There you go, playing the twenty twenty cricket, even Jesus. with a bell in the ball. What about cricket? You couldn't get you couldn't get me to Australia versus England and me to enjoy it, really. In the what what's going on with the cricket? An absolute farce. Call it off. Call it off. What's going on with sport? What's going on with sport? <laughs> well, the good news is we get to talk footy again in another month. Uh, it'll all be up far boys. We'll be back into it. Back Not into far. it. Sure. Cars, give us your best summer sport. Best summer in sport? The Olympics. In the Olympics. Oh. So not, not the shit we're watching now. Because love is totally just ridden off. Ridden I, off I enjoy watching the swimming. Swimming. In the Summer Olympics. Who would have thought that, that that'd be cars, wouldn't it? Swimming. Well, he looks like a turtle. He floats like a turtle. Well, asked, I suppose he he's, said, you know. Give me, an Olymp- give me a sport for some Olympics. I'm not swimming. You'd, be a synchronized, you'd be a synchronized swimming man, Cuz. <laughs> oh, you pillow border. Get the pegs out. <laughs> the pegs out. <laughs> there it is. There it is, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, we got the bite. We got the bite we're looking for. Right, oh, Cuz. Massive bite. So that was it. You're honestly, genuinely, hundred percent. Well, I, I will enjoy watching the swimming. I'm not being smart ass. I, I do enjoy watching the swimming. Oh, 
Well, name our best swimmer. Name our best swimmer. Ours, Ian Thorpe. Current. Yeah, Yeah, current. Current. Not Glenn current, current. Uh, Kate Campbell. Oh, gee, just. Bronte Campbell. So, don't worry about Emma McKeon with seven different medals at the one meet. All right, cool. See, come on, Glenn. Go on, mate. (laughs) You asked what I liked. I told you what sport I like to watch. You didn't say a lot of particular sports people in the sport. <laughs> last time I looked. <laughs> Righto. Uh, Dave, give us your Summer. Summer. Oh, be careful with your answer, Dave. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a bit of a fan of the marathon, to be honest, when it's on. I don't mind. Yeah, it's good. I like that. I, mean, I'm, I'm, I get where Cuz is coming from, and I, I actually like the, the, the overall spectacle of the different types of swimming and the opportunities that, that swimmers get to win more than one medal to be in different teams and different events you know it's it's exciting um but yeah i like the marathon and and i, I like a, i like a bit of track cycling too yeah it's good track cycling all right That's you got one track cycling bit, bit of this bit of this one where they go. oh how good are they the old slingshot yeah. I'm not sure what that's called. It's very good. I think it's is it. I think that's called the Madison, isn't it? I think it is. I think yeah. it's the Madison. Yeah. yeah. Love you. Uh, look, I, I like a bit of. Um, I, I can't go past the sprints. Can't go past the uh, and the field events too. Like, give me a javelin. I'd love to see people just chucking that javelin as far as they can. <laughs> the old hundred meters, two hundred, four hundreds. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're, they're just they're they're, elite. they're the blue ribbon events, and yeah. I will let the Winter Olympics off the hook with one event. Right, one event I like. <laughs> Take a guess at what I like. I like contact. I like a bit of, you know, physical presence about your sport. Ice hockey, Correct. spot on. Yeah, yeah. And I can't wait for the US to play Canada. I can't wait for the US to play Russia. Those three just play each other in a tournament on its own. That'll be enough. Maybe actually, maybe get the psychopathic Danes in there. They they're pretty good at it too. But, um... Hello to our Danish friends out there too, by the way. <laughs> but apart from that, the ice hockey. And our Bendigo friends hockey, as well. Apart from the ice hockey, just can it. Gone. Nice, nice man. Just have two weeks of ice hockey. <laughs> That'd be good. And a bit of, bit of 90s Olympic basketball was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Dream team. I mean, the dream team, you know. I mean, they could have had a second dream team come out with them and this would have been more competitive, probably. Probably. Let's just touch on the hoops for two seconds. All right. Yes. So we've had our, one of our best Aussie performers who went number one a few years ago. He's had a filthy time at Philadelphia in the last couple of years. Um He's out of there now, finally. Traded. Traded. Well, yeah, not for much, but traded. And at the end of the day now, he's in good hands, isn't he? With probably probably arguably our best basketballer to play. Has to be. Paddy Mills. If he Has can't make it work there, we're in a bit of Barney Rubble, aren't we? Sure. Well, he needs to come home. If he can't make it work there, he needs to come home and just reset himself. I thought can you said... Dave, I thought you said freighted, not traded. Like he was literally, 
shipped out for the back of a truck and <laughs> just get out of there. Well, they kind of want in the end. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, can he make it, boys, or is he gone? Nah, he'll make it. If you, have you heard what Steve Nash has spoken about him, like in the last 48 hours? Oh, I'd love to see him make it and, and make a success for himself. But he, it's his last chance to learn, though, isn't it? Well, Steve Nash has publicly backed him in. And, and that's what he wanted back at Philly, and he never got that. I always put this back on the likes of Doc Rivers and Joel Embiid during that game and straight after it. They said all the wrong things, and I just think they were looking for excuses because they themselves knew that they were shit at that point in time. They got done in a series they know they should have won. They yeah. put it at the feet of uh, Ben. Ben's probably got an attitude problem. That's fine. Name, a, name an NBA player that doesn't. But... Um, Doc Rivers and Joel Embiid, they're their own worst enemy. Oh, he's better off out of there 100%. You mentioned Paddy Mills, but when you got public backing like you did from Steve Nash, he doesn't want him to shoot. He feels like he doesn't need to. He brings everything else to the game. Awesome. Yeah. I reckon oh, – I hope the Nets get on a run and, 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 and really give Ben a chance to prove those dickheads in Philly wrong. That would be great. Yeah. Well, we're, we're a couple of weeks away from seeing Benny on the court, I reckon, and is, is the word and the rumour. And there's a big chance that he's going to debut against his old team, which will be an epic game to watch. I'll sure. make that happen. I'll make that happen. Yeah, I reckon that's the time to put him on the floor. It will be fantastic. I and I hope he gets I hope he gets Joel Embiid ejected. Stupid big <laughs> deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. We're going to wrap it up. Lovely, boys. Don't forget, get there, ACDC this week, if you can get there. A couple of tickets left, probably zero on the door. It's going to be an absolute cracker. And let's finish with this. Which way do you go, guys? Right. Right. Right, yeah. Right. Because you would run so far left up those stairs. (laughs) Let's be honest. And that's it. Hey, Cars, Cars, yes, give mate. us a bit of karaoke on Stairway to Heaven. No, thanks. I'm not no, a no. huge fan of Stairway to Heaven. You put your whole head in the phone, fo- at least in the camera. That's okay. better. Yeah. Nah, looking forward to it. I can't wait for Friday night. Looking All forward right. to it. Enjoy, boys. Enjoy. Bring it. Absolutely. Just before we do, we've got a quick last-minute call-up, mate, uh, and he's and he's been good enough to join us. So we've got a two-second cross. We're going to bring on a uh, good mate of ours, AK, just to have a quick pump and a quick pump about the gig. It must be exciting to be back Ooh. playing live music at Mimo again. Let's bring him up if the internet hangs in there. AK, how are you, mate? I'm struggling to hear. That's the only problem. That's all right. Give us a little bit about how good it is, mate, to be back on stage this oh, Friday. Hey, see, I had to go in there and I pulled out the old girls, the Marshalls. I'm going to whip out a 1976 JMP, dusted <laughs> her off, and uh, she just came out. She came out of the crate and said, "Oh, Daddy, I'm back." And I was like, <laughs> "Wow, we have a look. Have a look how good this is going to be." Just getting on stage, I think, is going to be um, so much, so much fun. For the punters, but you know it's going to be exciting for the band because the last couple of rehearsals have just been like a live show. They're just full of energy, and it's amazing when you can't do something that you love doing. It you know you, it's almost you take things for granted in life. But um, 
here we go. We get hopefully, uh, you know, um, COVID 6.0 or whatever we're up to and we get to reload on life. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a great feeling to see this again, mate. Um, a full full house down at Mimo in St Kilda. Yeah, I, I, look, I think they, they might have released a couple more tickets today. Um, MimoHall.com.au. But it's going to be it's going to be full, yeah. Um, it is going to be loud. Bon Scott, if you love your ACDC from 76 to 79, you're going to... Um, you're going to uh, you're going to have a ball. Yep. Yep. We can't wait. We've got a few few heads rocking down there, mate. So it'll be an exciting time. Um, we'll help you uh, drink a couple of nectars after the after the uh, <laughs> event as well. So it'll be a good times, mate. Oh no, don't worry about that. I'll I'll punch a few in. Um, <laughs> only only just enough so I can drive home. You know those the heady days of 1980s are gone. Where you could just roll home on autopilot with the car called Kit, but, um, <laughs> you know, now, now you've got to be, got to just, uh, just control, control those couple of beers in the uh, set. But I, I'm just going to be stoked to see all the smiling faces and people just having a good time, just getting out, enjoying live rock and roll in a, in an old school venue, you know, that, that place, the old RSL there in St Kilda. What a cracking venue. Great setup inside. Acoustically, it's awesome. Um, it, it's an eight o'clock start on stage, so it's uh, you know it's a good it's a great time for um, the yeah. vintage of uh, the punters who are coming. Uh, and I just think it's awesome that the world is starting to open up with live music again, all around the small venues, the ones that are left for sure. You know, it's hard enough to get live music. Um, on a regular basis, but hopefully we're we're off and running now. We are, and give, look, given that it's largely sold out, mate. So we won't deter the punters, but we're putting this down as if you haven't had COVID, you're going to get COVID more than likely at this event. So come along to a big yeah. Spread, if you haven't had COVID, you're probably going to get COVID from me. I'll, I'll be I'll be just spreading myself around, and uh, <laughs> I will I will share my inner COVID. Just for, just because, why not? Let's get Omnicron in and dusted, share it in, herd mentality. But, I, yeah, get in and get close. Um, if you've never seen this band before, Laura is amazing on stage. One of the best front persons you're going to see. She's got a, an amazing ability to control the room and, um, you know, do yourself a favour, as Molly used to say, and get on and get in. Because if you like your uh, ACDC, you're going to get a ripping show. The sound of the band will be as authentic as it can be. And um, let old Laura do her Bonnie Bonnie Scott, and uh, she's going to rip it up. Yeah, can't wait. Hey boys, have we got any last questions for AK? Who's got one? Bobby? I know you can only see my ear because I can't hear, so I'll have to do this. But... <laughs> How, how favorite, uh, favorite song from the Bon Scott era? For me? Yeah. Uh, it'd have to be um, Up To My Neck In You or um, Bad Boy Boogie. Wow. Yeah, nice, nice. And how long? What are you, 
how long how long do how long do we uh expect the set to go for? If you say three hours, I'll be probably a couple of hours. Yeah. Oh wow. I'll be like a pig and shit. I can't wait. That's even better. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 just, just you just you just bring your own sawdust and fucking roll around, and it'd be awesome. Sorry if I said that. And you can beep that out. No, no, beautiful. That's what we're, uh, I'll, I think I'll do. That I've got enough. <laughs> Lovey's, right, no uh, Lovey's not sure if he's allowed to wear his Brian Johnson hat, mate, so we just need to cover that <laughs> off before he no, can't no. get in the door. Yeah, I'll, I'll park the Brighton jogging hat, um, the Brighton, because I've had the Pazo. Um, so, I'll, you know, I'll park all those, um, the AZ and the Pfizer in the back room and uh, I'll come out in a black singlet. Beautiful. Woo. Beautiful. All right, mate, we're going to let you go. Um, can't wait to be there Friday That's night. Good, great to see you guys on stage again. And we'll be up the front. Yeah, no, Cheers. look forward to seeing you there. And we'll have a bevy for sure. Woo! Whole lot Cheers, of rugby. See you soon. See you, mate. Cheers. See you, mate. See you, man. See you, mate. All the best. Good to see. Uh, we couldn't talk cricket, but he plays probably the world's worst sport in cricket as well. Um, I know he loves it. He loves his cricket. You love your cricket, lovey. So you've had a little comeback. Um, maybe Cuz will come and have a watch, but he won't get me there in a hurry. So enjoy it, mate. If I can, I'll echo. Oh, just do it, mate. <laughs> you, 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 you'll be the you'll be the first person over the fence in the crowd that I'll heckle in twenty two years. So bring it on. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, let's go before this gets ugly. Thanks, boys, yep. for your time. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> hey, lads. Great to have you, good. mate. Cheers, Take boys. care, boys. Ciao. Looking well, Dave. See you, Thank boys. You, mate. you too. See ya. <laughs>